0: Good evening, everybody. This is the Marcus Today end of day podcast. This is general advice only. Do not think for a moment that this addresses your personal financial circumstances. If you need wisdom of that nature, please contact a financial planner. And if you don't have one, give me an email and I might just be able to sort you out. Right. Not a bad day today. Considering the future this morning, with down 16 on the back of Wall Street, down 338. The ASX 200 closed up twenty-four points up 29 at best, down six at worst. As we write, the Dow futures are up 73 and rising, although the US market's closed tonight for the Labor Day holiday. But don't let that make you feel comfortable. The European markets are going to open lower. The FTSE, which is the UK market, futures are down 1% and the DAX, which is the German market, futures are down 3.4%, which wipes out Friday's 3.3% gain, which came ahead of the Gazprom news. Gazprom being the Russian utility that shut down the Nord Stream gas pipeline into Europe, which provides a third of the Russian supply of gas into Europe. And they've shut it down... Initially for maintenance, but then they found an oil leak in a vital turbine and now it is shut down indefinitely, which of course has prompted accusations of weaponizing energy. Anything could happen. Of course, they could just turn it back on or they could keep it turned off. But obviously, in the short term here, it has reversed the optimism in European equity markets on Friday. The Stock 600 index on Friday was up 2%. That is all going to reverse because of the fear that continued pressure on energy prices will keep inflation bubbling along in Europe and create all sorts of problems for their energy utilities. Interestingly, Germany has been preparing for this, trying to get industry to use alternative energy sources, and they have built up capacity, storage capacity to 80% of capacity, and it's rising still. Although I would tell you that if Russia completely turned off their gas, German capacity or storage would only last two and a half months. Although Europe is obviously running scared of a spike in LNG prices. LNG prices, by the way, are up 400% I They've recently dropped 40%. We'll see what they do tonight. On the back of that, the resources sector has led the market today, along with the energy sector. Resources sector having a recovery after a shabby week last week. It was down 9.66%, which followed BHP going ex-dividend and falling about 14%, and Fortescue falling about 13% last week. Today, BHP's up 3.2%, Rio's up one8 FMG, which went ex-dividend today fell just 79 cents having gone ex-dividend 121 cents plus franking it was down 4.6 percent other stocks ex-dividend today ramsey healthcare down 2.3 percent bendigo adelaide bank down 3 percent altium down 0.8 eluca down 0.7 nhf down 2.6 and corporate travel down 1.0%. after going ex-dividend stocks going ex-dividend tomorrow includes csl sonic healthcare origin northern star blue scope steel NIC and SUL. Travel stocks lost a bit of their recent form today with Qantas down 3.2%, Flight Center down 3.1%, Webjet down 2.6%. The travel sectors, of course, don't like energy prices going up, which is why Qantas is down. And energy really was... Flying along today, I continue to avoid buying into this thinking it's all going to end one day soon, but it hasn't yet. Anyway, Woodside up 4.3% today, Santos up 3.1, Beach Petroleum up 5.2, Origin up 1.0, and if you thought energy stocks were doing well, the coal stocks did even better. Whitehaven Coal up 6.5%, NHC up 5.7%. Even those uranium stocks, there are some strategists saying that every government should be considering nuclear power. Paladin up another 6.4% today. BOE up 3.2%. BMN up 3.3%. Uranium stocks suddenly a bit of a fad. Helped, of course, by the Japanese push into nuclear fuel once again, announced a couple of weeks ago. Gold sector caught the updraft today, second up day on the trot, taking EVN up 4.2%, St. Barbara up 2.3%, RRL up 2.6%, Newcrest up 0.8%, NST up 1.2%. And lithium also alive today with Pilbara minerals down, sorry, up 4.2%, mineral resources up 2.1%, all chem up 2.1% as well, and Liontown resources up 3.1%. At the back of the pack today was technology, along with other interest rate sensitive sectors. Technology was down 0.8%, REITs down 0.7%, Consumer Discretionary down 0.5%, Healthcare was down 0.6%, Telecoms down 0.9%, that included Telstra down 1.3%, Block down 2.5%, REA down 0.9%, Car Sales down 0.5%. Next DC down 3.7%. Kogan was down 5.1%. There was talk about them bidding for Adore Beauty ABY, which was up 3.6%. And Setire CTT was down 11.6%. That's about it for stocks. On the diary, we've got an RBA meeting tomorrow. Over 80% chance for 50 basis point rate rise up to 2.35%. And encouraging that thinking were firm retail sales numbers today. The strongest new car sales numbers since 2017. New car, new vehicle sales up 17.3% in August. This will be the fourth straight 50 basis point rate rise, after which the RBA were expected to slow the pace to 25 basis points per month. Economists are expecting peak rates at 3.0% at the end of this year, but the bond market's predicting 3.8%. They do tend to be a bit smarter than the economy miss has to be said bond market predicting 3.8% by the middle of next year and headline inflation at 6.1% is Still well ahead of the 2-3% target band and the RBA is predicting 8% later this year. Also this week we've got a second quarter GDP number on Wednesday which should see GDP accelerate from 33 to 3.8% year on year. European Central Bank's got a Thursday meeting 80% chance of a 75 basis point rate rise. China's got some inflation numbers in on Friday but the most significant announcement on the calendar will be the US CPI number next week. In other positive news, $42 billion worth of dividends are expected to be paid to Australian investors this month post the results season, which further empowers the Australian consumer and helps the Australian stock market, of course, because a lot of that money gets reinvested. Few numbers out today. ANZ job ads for August were up 2%. Construction index was up from 45.3 to 47.9. It's just an index number in August. July, final retail sales up 1.3% month on month as expected. And company profits up 7.6% in the second quarter, which was higher than the 4.5% expected. And finally, Rate City reports that 24 Australian lenders, including the big four banks, have reduced at least one of their variable rates this month in a drive for new customers. That's about it, 10-year bond yield here, a little bit lower at 3.62%. Aussie dollar down a little bit, 67.87. A couple of stocks hitting new 52-week highs of interest. White Whitehaven Coal, New Hope Coal, and Neuron Pharmaceuticals, which I have to tell you, somebody tipped in our education seminar a couple of months ago. And I think somebody in the back of the class started buying it because it spiked that day and hasn't looked back. NEU is the code. Stocks hitting 52-week lows. Appen, TPG Telecom perpetual Hanson technologies amongst a host of others. BHP added 16 points to the index today. Woodside, 7 points. Rio, 6 points. Macquarie, 2 points. Knocking points off today. FMG knocked 6 points off having gone X dividend And Block knocked 4 points off. Bank's not doing too well today. CBA, NAB, responsible for a few points off the index today. Right, that's about it. Tomorrow is another day. You have a fabulous evening and we will be back with you tomorrow. <laughs> Ooh mm-hmm.